Hi, this is Tony Walsh. Hey, what's good, y'all? This is Darian Dean. Hey, everybody, this is the Queen of Philadelphia, Tangeray Hayward. Hey, everybody, this is Yazira, and we're listening to Trey Sanders on the Bass Entertainment Podcast. Hey, everyone, last week on the Six Degrees of Podcast, Wanda Reef and I had a special guest. Her name was Miss Cindy Mizell. <laughs> On that episode, we talked about Luther, Luther Vandross's background singing. And we talked so much. We had so much that we communicated about that we decided to do another episode or a continuation of the Six Degrees Of podcast on the Bass Entertainment Podcast. And this time, we are just going to focus on Miss Cindy Mizell. The response was so overwhelming on Cindy that we just had to do an episode just on, on Cindy. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Miss Cindy Mizell. Oh, 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 wait a second. I need a better introduction to that. I got to tell you that Cindy has sung with Luther, Shaka, um, Bruce Springsteen, Steely Dan, Mary J. Blige, Malira, and the list just goes on and on. And plus, she had her own solo career, as well as singing house music with Lisa Fisher and Louis Vega. And the woman is just bad. So now I can say, without further ado, Miss Cindy Mizell. Well, I tell you, I'm very thankful that you guys are doing what you're doing. Thank you so much because, you know, we need to be heard and, yes, and have an outlet. Do. And, you know, just like Arif was saying, you know, it's 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 wonderful that you even give us a, a place to to talk and and um, tell our stories, you know, doing this right now. Oh yeah, yes. you know, lives. You know? Yeah, but this is like a once in a, you know, uh, a pandemic thing. So we know people have things to do. So it's like no, you, you know, we we gonna right. We gonna do, times and we gonna make this put work. it in there somewhere. Yes, some yeah, kind of way. Okay. And to educate, you know, people on uh, the 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 legacy of Luther and the oh. people who contributed to that legacy and your own. Right. You know, in your own right. Yes. And what, I tell you. and what you've done and all the people you work with, you know, beyond Luther, but, you know, your journey in this thing. Yeah, but he's he's always uh, in my life for uh, forever. Always. I was talking about him the other night in like um, where like I never, ever purchased anything over two hundred dollars you know on my feet you know like any shoes Mm -hmm. or anything like that (laughs) this man bought me like Yves Saint Laurent you know some shoes and stuff like that and I'm like I don't buy anything over two hundred dollars I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) and I mean like we went to the store on Fifth Avenue and he said he said Cindy just try them on just try them on just try my shoes and I was like you know, just come out sometimes and just try on stuff. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not about that. Anyway, so I was trying on some stuff and I said, oh, I really like these. And I'm walking around in the store with the shoes on. And then at the end of the um, the little shop visit, 
I'm walking home with some shoes because he bought the shoes for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? And he, I mean, it was just like, oh yeah, you needed to have these shoes. And I'm like, what? I said, oh my gosh. And these shoes, like the the ticket on them, I think it was like a thousand something. Oh my goodness. Something I would never do for myself. But you deserve it, girl. So, so anyway, I walked out the store and I'm like, you know, and then he pants me the bag. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And then another time we were out on the road and it was just it was right when I first uh, got with the, with his his group and um, I auditioned and I got the job. And so we're on the road and then there's these big boxes in our seats. He said, everybody come in the room and look at these look look what, what's what's in your seat and stuff like that you know like there are um where we put on our makeup and stuff like that so i'm looking i'm like i got a big box too i'm like oh so <laughs> i open up the big box and it's a fur coat hmm. now nobody of course you know this is when PETA and everything was gone real crazy and stuff like mm-hmm, that so mm-hmm. it's not like he could even wear the thing like proudly but I was like I'm putting this thing on and I he got us all these black llama mink coats mm-hmm. wow and I'm like what the heck I have never received gifts like this from my man or anybody <laughs> and then but i'm like okay i said luther i'm like oh my gosh the, he's he was my man my everything tell us how you know first of all tell the audience about you like you know we're talking about the whole loop but we haven't told the audience who cindy mizell is you know who are you okay well okay well cindy mizell she started touring when she was like 16 years old. So I, I didn't go to college proper, but I was, went to in, in the street. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's school. Hey, you learning something. You went to musicology. Music, musicology. Okay. Right. And it was where, you know, I learned everything from everybody. I went out on the road with, um, this man, J.R. Funk. And my father uh, actually went to his house to meet him. Said, "You better take care of my daughter." So, you know, uh, I wanted to bust and, you up. <laughs> and, you know, being sixteen years old and stuff. Wow. You know, 16. like yes. And I've been on the road ever since. And wow. I'm and I'm hush hush years old right now. You know, but it's uh, I've been this is all I've ever done. Mm. Wow. And but I did work for McDonald's a little bit, a little bit back in, you know, like when I was 15, 16, whatever. (laughs) Right um, before you hit the road. But anyway, so I went out on tour with this a little short little stint with this with this guy. Then after that, I went with Evelyn Champagne King. And and then um, cut my teeth there. And, you know, and we're friends to this day. Yeah. And um, I love her. Me too. I love Evie. I love mm-hmm. her. Good lady. And, uh, great lady, actually. Great, okay. great lady of soul. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can I tell you this? She huh. calls me. She calls me Affie. <laughs> Affie. <laughs> Affie. 
that's how she says, sees your name. <laughs> Alfie. <laughs> I had to go with her for her cigarette breaks. I had to hang out with her doing this. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> and uh, so then after that, um, well, I was, I played the flute. So that's oh, how I started man. reading I didn't music. Know that. Yeah. And um, so I would play my flute in like jazz band and um different different things that we were doing back in the day um i was in this group that it was like me and regina bell grew up together wow and so yeah so we went to the same schools and stuff like that and so we were in jersey together in new jersey okay england new jersey Mm -hmm. and um so we were in the band together and uh we would share the different leads and stuff like that but i was like an instrumentalist and you know uh uh or you know, I played my flute and we, we, we used to do um, the uh, fashion shows and stuff like that, local things and, um, you know, like uh, different things at the high school and, you know, and I'm playing <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then I started singing more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was then that everybody discovered that oh cindy sings Mm. oh she sings too okay and so then i started singing more and then slowly but surely i put down the flute Mm. and just kept singing and kept singing it's funny how you learn something every day cindy i did not know that you played flute all this time wow but also too the 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 vision and the the uh security and comfortability that your parents had your father to allow you to go on the road at 16 that took okay. a lot you know you know yeah. it, took a, it took a lot it took yeah. a lot for my father to do that right. and but he knew that he's like okay i know she's going to do the right thing right and i got fired actually from that job because <laughs> the, he asked me on stage he said Sandy come over here and kiss me and then I was like, I'm not coming over there and kissing you. Okay. For real. For real. I was like, I'm 16. Really, homie? Okay. You and, do you know, way too much. You know, but all he saw was this big woman because I always looked like the part. You know, I was like, hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I looked older and I carried myself like that. And But then, see, that's when my daddy was like, I know she's going to do the right thing. And with him out there, I got home. He didn't pay me. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. He didn't pay me. What'd you know, your dad do? Huh? What'd your dad do when he found no, out? I okay, you know what? I didn't, didn't tell even, you that. I didn't even tell my dad that. Okay. I was just like, well, it's, it's done. Whatever, you know. And then I just moved on from there. And well, um, then I started doing... Uh, <laughs> the thing was like... Um, uh, there was a, this guy, um, Brian Morgan, mm-hmm. that he was, he was, um, you know, Brian? I, I, I don't know Brian personally, but I know who he is and what yes. he does. So he, he called me, he said, Cindy, uh, we need a lead singer, you know, come down with us and audition for this band. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I, I can come down, you know? So I went down there, met them down there and, you know, I fronted the, the band that, that day and they said, well, we want everybody. We want the singer, too. And then 
then we went out on the road with Joey Robinson, mm-hmm. which is um, Sylvia Robinson's son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went out and we were opening up for um, what's the name of that? Oh, Zap Band. Mm-hmm. And the uh, what's the name of that other band? Oh, Cameo. Okay. Cameo. Mm-hmm. So we o- opened up for them. And, you know, we're like, then that that's what I'm like. I'm turning 17. Wow. And the lights are on. You know, we we go out there opening up for these these huge bands. And so then I came back home and then they started hiring me for for different um, uh, groups and stuff like that, that they mm-hmm. had coming through Sugar Hill, okay. which was like um, uh, Felipe Wynn came mm-hmm. through there. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Candy Staten mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, anyway, there were so many people that, that came through uh, Sugar Hill that I was like the house background vocalist. Okay. Wow. And I started doing all the different things and then they were paying me weekly and um, Sylvia and, you know, um, and then that's where Sequence was. Sequence mm-hmm. was doing their record mm-hmm. and that's Angie Stone, which was Angie B. That's right. At the time. And then, you know, we were all, you know, doing backgrounds and stuff, you know, at Sugar Hill. And so that's where I cut my teeth and learning how to um, do background vocals. Okay. Okay. And and then uh, Craig Derry, which Mm -hmm. um, Mm. he was my teacher. Yeah, he taught a whole bunch of people. He's the man. But he he was there with me. He's like, come on. He called me Butter. He said, hey, come on, Butter. <laughs> you know, and do this, you know, because he would always like, you know, that, that tone. Lose that tone. Lose that tone. <laughs> you know, he would he would always sing stuff to me. And mm-hmm. I go, and then we would always talk about our spirits and you know how joined the voice was with spirit and and like he was always talking about, you know, the different Bible verses and mm. and uh, we would always have so much fun. We would like be in the studio for like 12 hours or whatever, mm-hmm. waiting to sing our parts. And like we were talking about this yesterday because he came over last night too. OK, cool. Well, right. you know, yesterday, like what, 12, one o'clock in, in the afternoon. But he um, he came over with his his wife and. uh and he was talking about how we used to sleep under the board. We were like waiting for our parts, you know, like for them mm-hmm. to call us to do our parts. And we were like, oh, man, I'm tired. And then we would <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> and then we'd get up and they say, OK, we're ready for y'all. And then we get up and, you know, go and do our parts. And I said, oh, youth was something else because going to sleep with a voice and you go to sleep. Yeah, that, that voice goes to sleep too. That's right. right. You got to wake but it up again. We had youth on our side. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get up and we like, <laughs> you know, voices all there and primed and stuff like that. But I loved. He was my studio daddy, you know, mm-hmm. and so we had a really, really wonderful time there and um, singing for everybody. That, that came through there. Wilson Pickett, that's who it was. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, he came in there and it was so funny. 
he would come in and he said, you know, y'all, 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 y'all need to call these people back more often. So and so, and he punched the the um, he punched the uh, the producer in his face because he said, wait a minute, y'all keeping these angels from me. And, you know, <laughs> 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 right, they said Wilson Pickett used to walk around with a gun. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. He was special. And after, the, after, after we finished, that man, he took out a whole big wad of money. He said, here, here, here. you know, peeled off, you know, these hundred dollar bills and stuff and paid us. And I said, oh. I said, oh my gosh, he just ripped out, you know, I, I never got paid like that before. You know, you got you got this young girl here to, and he's ripping out this, whipping out this this big old wad of money. <laughs> and so he paid us that night. I said, dang, I ain't got to wait for Sylvia. I ain't got to wait for nobody. Right, you give me buddy right there. <laughs> you know, you said something about um, cutting your teeth and it's so true because back then, you know, it was, the excitement was about singing, right? And, and learning your craft. And a lot of times you didn't get paid and sometimes you just didn't care. you like, mm-hmm. you did it. I did not. You know what? Uh, I'll tell you that sometimes I didn't get paid and I was just like, kind of like in the cut, like, oh, they didn't pay me. But it wasn't like a big thing. It was just like, oh, right. you know, mm-hmm. I just love what I do. That's right. And like, you're you do. Like right now, it's just like there's some things that I'll do. I guess people say pro bono or whatever, right. mm-hmm. you know, right. like on, mm-hmm. on spec, mm-hmm. on spec. Mm-hmm. That's it. OK, that sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> on spec, you know, that, you know, you just do. Yeah. And, um, you know, because it's it's what we love music more than, you know, getting um the money I or the accolades. Yeah, right. People, I want to get paid. Don't get don't get it twisted, however, right? <laughs> I will, you know, there's certain things that's just like you just want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, you just and it's just like, okay, I always look at it like, you know, Cindy, um, what I what I have and what I have to give, it's not mine. Mm-hmm. It's not mine. It's it's something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the reason why I feel like I've been blessed so much, I mean, I feel like God is like taking me and p- plucked me out of different situations and pushed me forward to to use it and to, you know, so I'm like, I look at it like it's not mine. I'm definitely the owner of it and I can, you know, uh, get myself to the places where I need to be. But it's something I need to share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something I need to share. And um, it's uh, all the people that I've worked with. It's I'm like, how in the world did this happen? How did it, how did it, you know, how, why was I chosen to do such a thing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm like, I don't even know how it happened. You're I, wasn't, yes. I wasn't I wasn't going out and going like, well, I want to be in the place to be to to do this and do that. And, and uh, you know, get in front of Shaka Khan and get in front of um, Whitney Houston or get in front of this one. Or I wasn't even doing anything. It was like it just came. I think it's the universe a lot of times on 
intentions. That's with me. I think that the universe, it happens with what, what are the intentions? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that gravity, you know, something organically just gravitates to, you know, spirit and who you are and what you're doing, you know, it just comes to you. You But you know what? So uh, Cindy, (laughs) the other side of it is that you're blessed. Not only are you blessed, you know, you're gifted. And the one thing that Anytime I've ever seen you on stage live with anybody, you know, you just shine and you and you see the joy that that just flows through you doing your thing. Right. And the thing is, like, you can't stop looking at you. You know, it's just like you're in your thing, your element and you just love it. So you just love me. (laughs) No, I do just love you. I do just love you. But the thing is, I love you because of that, you know. And the thing is, that's why I'm saying that you're blessed because you know, these people call it because you're also God damn talented. You, the, that voice, that gift, the, how you hear, you know, and how you sing it, that that is a gift. And that beautiful. is truly a gift. Right. Yes. Yes. I, call and it, I call it Cinderella for a reason. Yes. yes. <laughs> Even now. Even now. <laughs> Even now. But see, that's the that's the beauty of it. When you don't have any makeup and you ain't all glammed up and you still, still put beautiful. Put all of them lipstick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, when I, you know, seeing you sing with Steely Dan, it's like, wow. You know, just everybody you've sung with, it's like, dang. Yeah. Cindy, oh, she would have read the right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, okay. I tell you, I, I, I'm like in awe. Sometimes I, I just look at it, everything and I'm like, dang. That really happened. Yeah. That yeah. really happened. And you know, with each experience, I'm still that little girl. Yeah. I'm still right. like, right. I'm like yeah. holy, you know, I'm, I'm like, wow, this is so much fun. <laughs> I still have a lot of fun. Like, you know, um doing sessions, doing, you know, and us creating tones and different things. I'm like stupid, just crazy over the moon about it. All the yeah. time, and I heard All you doing. I heard you doing the sissy now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, give us a give us a Luther background story recording session where sissy was there and Luther oh, and everybody. And yes. So it's you, sissy. Brenda White King, just give us a story. Give us. I you know. tell you, um, it was hilarious. Um, sissy was always like the the mama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always the mama. Yeah. And so. So he, well, you know, but uh, Sissy, um, when it came down to singing with Whitney, too, she was like one that that came to my rescue, too, because I was I was pregnant again. (laughs) And and they were thinking about not taking me, Mm -hmm. you know, because I could have been a liability or whatever. But I heard a little bird came to me and told me that uh, Sissy was like, don't do that to her. Mm. you know and and you know and then i ended up you know going back out on on tour with them um and it, it was actually the the first tour that i did with whitney and in 1999 right 1999 mm-hmm. oh my god and, mm-hmm, it was that was the the last tour mm-hmm. well no that was the tour before the last one was that with jasmine Yes, I was pregnant with Jasmine. That's when I met you. Yep. See. Wow. We did. Um. Yeah. We were doing background vocals for uh, 
Billy Porter, show me the dance oh, version. Yes. And you were oh. you were pregnant with Jasmine. That's right. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, but um, Sissy stepped in and she was like, don't, don't do that or like that. <laughs> and, and that's how she would talk. Right. <laughs> Wow. Mm. I love Sissy. But see, then I told her, I said, when I was like, I think I was 14, I was like, we were sneaking off to the city, me and my girlfriend, and we would go to McKell's and mm-hmm. under the stairs and Ooh. stuff. And I would I would see Sissy. Mm. I'm like, oh dang. I said, Ooh, listen to that woman. And who knew that I would even sing with Luther one day? Right. Okay. And have her voice in my head. Right. You know, and I told her, I said, I said, I used to see you when I was like 14. And um, and then I saw Whitney singing with her. Right. Wow. How in and the world did you get into McHale's? How did listen, you get in? I, I'm telling you, I told you. She said she looked older, older than what, and I was what like, she was. Hello. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> I would just pay my money and then go in. <laughs> and, but that's what that's what music will do to you. Yeah, so right. I, I just wanted to be where the music was, mm-hmm. and me going to McKell's, and I was going to see live music, and like there was um, uh, Nat Adley Senior, mm-hmm. he was playing, and I would just be in there, like you know, I looked like I looked like I was like eighteen mm-hmm. at fourteen, <laughs> and then Wait. but seeing um, Whitney. It, I mean, it was like, we were like, oh, my gosh, listen to her voice because she sounded like a little bird. Right. 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 It was it was crazy, you know, but I was like and then I told her about that. I said, I saw you way before you even came out, you know, and, you know, but we're all we were all the same age and stuff, you know. Mm, right. And, you know, so her mom having her in a club like that, too was you know it's it's different you know you have like a 14 year old singing in a club where they're serving liquor right. <laughs> you know but it was like um she she was um she was doing grown things back then mm-hmm. and it was such a treat to hear her mm, mm-hmm. it was such a treat to hear her mm-hmm. but uh Anyway, I'm getting off on another tangent. But, but let me ask you a question. When you was at Circuit Hill, is that when uh, um, the Beach Street song came out? No. Uh-uh. Actually, when I started singing at the cellar mm-hmm. with um, Johnny Kemp. Oh, okay. And um, <clears throat> um, I was um, actually, well, no, Sugar Hill. Back up a minute, Cindy. Okay. Sugar Hill, it was... Um, we had we had to get another band together and it was a guitar player there, Carl Sturkin. Carl and Evan used to do a gig there um, at Leviticus. And yeah. so Leviticus um, actually put out this record that we did. Um, um, you got something special. Mm. You got, you got, you got something special. I know right? that song. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, was, that was me. That was me. And then, oh, Cindy, I didn't know that. Me oh my either. God. And I did that with Carl Sturkin. And then um, Lisa auditioned for the group. That's how I met Lisa. Wow. That's how I met Lisa. So wow. I, I had to like flip back to what I was trying to say earlier. But yeah. But okay. Yeah, so that was the record that, you know, 
Carl and I wrote that that song. Do you understand my reason, boy? Um, well, all this time I try to change you, right? And um, <laughs> uh, Frankie Crocker broke the song and stuff. You know, I got that song queued up. <laughs> Here it is, y'all. It's called. They were calling themselves Lamel. You got something special to Cindy Mizell. Check it out. That was a New York City special right there. <laughs> I remember that song. 
What happened after that, Cindy? And then after that, we started writing with Evan Rogers, Evan Rogers and mm-hmm. Carl Sturgeon, which um, you probably know them as they uh, found uh, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, back in, uh, the, you know, because they're like um, um, Evan, you know, he has a Barbadian wife, you know, mm-hmm. so they, they were in Barbados. And then, you know, they had held these auditions, you know, for, you know, they were looking for talent and stuff like that. And so that's that's how Rihanna got discovered with um, these these writers. So anyway, so they we wrote songs together and then um, the movie came up about um, Beach Street. Um, a long let me see what here was this. Well, gosh, I was 84. I was 19. It was 80, then, 84, was it? 82, 83, 84. Yeah. Some 82, 82 mm-hmm. or something like that. And then I was singing at the, at the, with a Johnny Kemp at the cellar. And then Arthur Baker came in to, you know, hear my voice. And then he said, Oh, well, let's have her do it. And then that's when I started doing sessions at Beach Street, um, at, um, uh, what was the name of that studio? But anyway, with um, Arthur Baker. And then I did that song, This Could Be The Night. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said, oh my gosh, it, it went gold. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Because I know the first time I heard that, like, this you know, song is was, bad. That was a song that was um, a, a, a hit in New York City. Yeah. It, it was, was a hit in New York City. Big time. This Big time. The night. Yep. <laughs> and, um, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is great. And then um Tony Moran mm-hmm. um did the mix, the Latin Rascals. Mm-hmm. They did, you know, the the mix of the of the song and and um gonna be, gonna be, gonna be, gonna be dang. yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. they did the, the, this little edit and stuff like that. Let's hear a bit of that song because you know that was my jam, boy. I used to wear that song out. This would be tonight. Here we go. Here we go, y'all.
Yes. <laughs> Sing, Cindy. That was done, and that was Harry Belafonte. Mm. And because um, he produced that, he was one of the producers of the movie, right? Yes, he mm-hmm. produced that that uh, that movie. Yeah, because his so, son was the lead in it, right? No, um, Ozzy Davis and Ruby D's son. Huh? Ozzy Davis and Ruby D's D son. So that's yeah. I'm sorry. Lord yeah. Jesus, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Call on him, Lord Jesus. Yeah. I think his name is but, Guy. Uh, Guy Davis yeah, is his so name. It was. It was like. Um, it was such a wonderful thing for me to be a part of that. Um, but of course, it was just like a lot of my father always taught me how to say no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I said no to the contract. No, you know, so um, I was limited in, you know, what I could do inside mm-hmm. of the um, the whole thing that that's always, you know, with being a, a singer and stuff like that, you're always, you know, confronted with, you know, uh, people that want to sign you, want to, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but uh, but bless Harry Belafonte having all of us, all the, the little kids be a part of this whole thing. But, um, but uh, you know, then there was that contract and I was like, just like in Sugar Hill, mm-hmm. I said, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not signing this, I'm not signing that or whatever. They wasn't and, offering uh, what you wanted and it was... Huh? It wasn't offering you what you wanted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really offering, you know, what I wanted or what I thought, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, was uh, was a good deal. Whatever. No, it, it, all it was going to do is imprison you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. So, um, <clears throat> and so back then, that's when I purchased the the the, um, the book, um, this business of mu- music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, Kroblowski. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, you know, I started reading up on, you know, rights of, you know, the, you know, singers and stuff like that. And like, and then I was, you know, telling other younger people like, okay, it is your gift and you're singing and you're having fun, but it's a business. I didn't just take everything that was, that was presented to me. Right. However, I, w- I was like making mo- enough money doing um, background and stuff like that. And I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed right. the people that I was working with. And and I'm like, hey, you know, hey, I can do this. Hey, okay. And then, um, but I could be everywhere, you know, like singing with this one, singing with that one. It's like being a solo artist. You're just, you're that artist. Yeah. And then you you're just in that one place. But when you're singing with, you know, all these different um, people, you go everywhere USA and outside the USA. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, this this is kind of cool. And, you know, I just kind of said, well, because um, when you're a solo artist, everybody's depending on you. And that's right. Mm-hmm. What you're doing and, and like how many gigs you have that that year. You know, but with me being with this one or that one, I could go everywhere. Mm. That's right. That's right. And so it it felt really cool. I mean, I kind of fell into it. I, it wasn't even a plan for me to do it, but I'm like, yeah, I could do it. I'm going to, you know, somebody called me and I'm like, okay, I'll sing with this one. I'll sing with that one. So, so, so. I know how to do that. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun traveling the world. 
That's right. Yeah. On somebody else's dime. And right. Somebody else's dime. And it was like, I mean, uh, I'm going to doggone uh, Europe and here and there, Japan and Korea and whatever, and, you know. And, you know, here's your room key. <laughs> and, you know, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. It is. You know what? You, you When you think about it, okay, you know, you're a Jersey girl. And let me let everybody know, Jersey girls will cut you. <laughs> oh, well, then there's that. See, guess what? I know I'm real nice. But then there's that. Okay. Uh huh. They will cut you, so don't 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 try nothing. But <laughs> I, I say that to say is that you know you're coming from you know that um, that that life, and then when you're now it's you're seeing the world, you're thrusting, yes. you're seeing the world, and then you're realizing that you're a citizen of the world, yeah. and you're getting to experience that. You know, that's a wonderful thing. Mm. What what I wanted to ask is about going back to Luther. What were like rehearsals like? How rigorous were the rehearsals? Oh how fun God. were the rehearsals? Um, and, and I know it was like going to school too, because, you know, I especially know. around voices like you and Tawatha, Lisa, and Pauline. And- you know, it was like, oh my God. Um, and our boy, um, Kevin. Oh God. Kevin. Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were, oh, those rehearsals were wonderful. Um, I always loved. It, going to rehearsal with Luther, Luther because he was always like um, uh, teaching and it was a language that I understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was very gracious when it came down to uh, your talent. Mm-hmm. He respected it. Um, and um, <clears throat> he would put you in your place when, when you had to be put in your place, mm-hmm. but he would do it very with a gentle hand and mm-hmm. not, you know, no kind of, I'm going to call it Devo, Diva, Devo, whatever. Right. Or, or like Wilson picked it, punch you in the he, face. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, he was very, very, very gentle, but because he, with the handpicked people that he had there, like each of us respected him mm-hmm. and respected what he had to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we were all in there for the for the greater good or whatever he wanted, you know, but he would give us our parts and he would explain it, how Cindy Mizell could understand it. Right. Like it was like if we were singing The Power of Love or something like that. And I was like, yeah. he said, no, make it sound a little um, really small, Cindy. And, you know, and just really tuck it in and do it. And then the way he would explain it to me, I I would get it. And then it was just so, he was a great teacher. Mm-hmm. He was a great teacher. And um, to where um, <clears throat> you would never feel attacked or anything like that. And some people, of course, you know, um, <clears throat> different um, jobs that I've been on, like people like, look, you know, that doesn't really sound good. You know, maybe yeah, you, you should do it like this. So, so, so. Mm. But he would be like, explain what he's talking about. Right. Um, mm. And to the letter, you know, give you the part the way that he wants to hear it. Right. And <laughs> to where it was, it was just always like, always you know, he always handled things with grace mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, 
um, there was one time that I, um, you know, he was trying to think of a, another part to sing. And then I said, well, maybe we could do this. And he said, arranging now. <laughs> and I, said, I said, oh. <laughs> I said, I guess I better sit on down. <laughs> and, but but how wonderful he said it. He right. just said, arranging now. But the thing is, you were smart enough to get it. Right. Yeah, I was smart enough to get it. But would see, the thing is that though, would he be huh? open, would he be open to suggestions? Um, you know what? I just never after that. Mm-mm. I, okay. I just never did it. Okay. But but the one thing that I learned was that the reason why he is Luther Vandross is because um, it's his sound. Yeah. So how is Cindy Mizell going to say anything about what he wants to do? Right. So, you know, Cindy, I call his vocals. Um, he created boutique vocals. Like yeah. the way all you guys, how he he arranged the vocals and had you guys execute his vision was just like incredible. But incredible. That's what, the that's thing what is he, I understood in that moment. I said, this is his vision. vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but, not about me going like, I don't know. No, then, then it's, that's not his vision. Right. You know, right. What, what is Cindy Mizell going to, and I said, Oh, put your hands down. Don't, don't, don't say nothing. So, so, so. Okay. But he had so, the best of the best. Yes, you guys but, were the best. Right, and let, you knew what you were doing. Let right, me because like and as I learned his music, I always equate him with like Al Green, mm-hmm. right? Because like to me, the, the there was space for him to sing. Mm-hmm. Right. All the and and you heard all this voice. Right. So it was arranged to where you could hear his voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And like Al Green too, is like, you know, all of his music is just like, you hear like little stabs, little this and that, but you heard all this quiet voice yeah. coming in and it was room for him to sing. Right, right. So with Luther, it was the same thing. It was, it was like, oh, and like every night when we went out on stage, I could hear myself over the band. Mm. Wow. Now, I mean, it was a, it was his science, but that's how he did. It was like there was places like people would have like horns or people would have um, <clears throat> different instrumentation come in. But mm-hmm. he had the singers come in. Mm. So we were doing all the swells and the tone, all these different tones that he left room for the singers. Mm. So that's it right there. He I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said yeah. that. I'm so glad yes. you said that because, you know, there have been instances where in tours that I've been on that it's more musician based. So there wasn't room for the singers. And so you're constantly fighting. Like fighting. somebody would be taking um, uh, a guitar lick and bending a note right in your chord. So it's like, now it sounds like you're out of tune, right? Yes. Or you're like, where is this coming from? Right, because it wasn't vocal from? friendly, but yes, Luke Luther was a vocalist. So the vocals, the first instrument that was, was the priority. That was it. That was right. it. It was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can hear myself. Right. And it makes a world of difference. Right. And then like, there was nothing in your way 
or, or in the tones, like um, uh, there's like no guitar lick that's coming through when you're singing your part. Right. There's, you know, and then some, you know, there's only but so much space right. in his tones. So um, he just removed all that stuff. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you, you, you that that makes you a lot of sense. That, point that, that clarifies yeah. a lot of stuff now yeah. the way you explained it. And I was just thinking, I was like, when you you have some with different type of artists. So if you singing with Chaka is totally the background is different than singing with Luther, which is different than singing with Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. So you I mean, Dan. Like, yeah, or Steely Dan. With Bruce, there's guitars all over the place. Right. right. So and then that tone is like <laughs> right. constant. Mm-hmm. Constant, you know. With um Steely Dan, it they have softer tones because Donald, his his voice is different. Right. right. You know, to where he needs to be heard. So that arrangement is going to be complementary to his voice, which is complementary to all the backgrounds. Right. Because right. he was background driven too. Right. You know, having like Valerie Simpson and, you know, doing and all his, these different. And his, and his background seemed they were very clustery. So you had to make room yes. for that. Yes. You had to make room for it. And um, that's what I loved about um, Walter Becker being with him because he, he knew what that was. Walter and Donald together, they had these wonderful um, harmonies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, they always loved R&B music, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, where it was vocal driven. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It was, that was, it was a wonderful thing for me to go from Luther to Steely Dan because it was still the same kind of principles. Mm-hmm. Right. The vocals were important. They right. just they just not they're just not there to add a chorus. They were there right. to exactly. add really the meat and support. Right. Yeah. And see, like with Bruce, I lo- I love what Bruce brings too because Bruce, um, in his band, it was like the biggest bar band in America. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. It was like everything right. was like la na 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 right. Yeah. And then he would just sing over stuff and whatever. But you know, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a big, the big party um, on the stage, <laughs> bar bar band. You know, gregarious. You know, kind of thing that you know every night. Right. But you had some um, step outs too. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did mm-hmm. have some step outs with mm-hmm. him, and um, it was so funny. I got called to the studio. I said, you know, um, maybe Cindy can do this part, and it was um, what's her name? Um, she sang with James Brown. Uh, Lynn Collins. Lynn Collins. Lynn Collins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. I want everybody to stand up. I want everybody to stand up and be counted tonight. Right. <laughs> so, and then all of this was like a little character for me. Right. And so they called me in to. to, to I was like, oh, that's okay. Let me do that part. <laughs> and I, I kind of like took on the character. And like you said before, it's like acting. Yes. You know. So. Then I started singing it and it was like, oh, this sounds good. Mm. <laughs> it ended up being on the record. Okay. So then I'm um, sorry, I got to get my soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he um, and then as we went on tour and then we started doing it and he said, preach it, Cindy. 
And then I started <laughs> preaching. And I said, I want everybody to stand up. Uh, I don't want everybody, you know. Right. And then and then he said, okay, well, and then he would leave me out there. And then I'm like, you want me to sing something else? And then and then I started singing something else. And it, it grew into something else. And right. then I was like, I don't I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, but it happened on the fly. Yeah. You know, here go a little clip of uh, Bruce Springsteen and Cindy Mizell doing a little bit at a shackled and drawn live. You know what? Bruce Springsteen's background was so bad. They were invited to go on a Wendy Williams show and uh, they did a solo performance. Just the backgrounds, of course, with Cindy Mizell there. And uh, I'm going to play that for you next, too. And when I heard about our next guest, I had to invite them here to perform. They're currently on tour with Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band here to sing the Apollo medley. Give it up for the E Street Choir. You got a smile so bright You know you could have been a candle I'm holding you so tight You know you could have been a handle The way you swept me off my feet You know you could have been a broom And baby smells so sweet 
So, given that you've sung with a plethora of major artists, right, and just artists in general, like what? Because you know, as a, as a background, when you're doing backgrounds with people, you're sometimes depending on the artist, you're copying a sound, a vibe, mm. you know, um, a, 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 a particular tone. Like especially like with Shaka, there's a particular sound that you gotta have. With Luther, there's that lustrous breathy kind of yeah. sound and then like when you're doing your own thing it's like where does where do you come in as opposed to <laughs> all these different you know characters you have to be you know to support other people <laughs> you know um i'm trying to figure that out too but right <laughs> <laughs> but i tell you it's wonderful that you could call on these different things from mm-hmm. your, your, uh, all the records that you've heard in your life. Right. And it's a whole lot of fun. 
Right. Yeah. It's a whole lot of fun to call on them. And, you know, but I just said, I'm, I'm still learning myself at this age. Right. I'm like still going like, you know, Cindy, who are you? Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing? You know? And, but I just like it that there's a commonality that, that, that kind of like is, is me mm-hmm. and is Cindy in the third person. I'm talking in third person, <laughs> um, but it's um, there's a tone there that is consistent. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, and it, that's the thing that I think that people hire mm-hmm. um, when they when they have me come in to do their vocals or whatever. They, they want that thing and they want that that brain and that, that that's the commonality, the, the, my brain and how it works and how um, I deliver a certain sound and certain things. And um, um, but. I really think that um, in any different key or whatever, I can I can sound like a lot of different people. <laughs> right, right. It's like a lot of different people. But yeah. so it's like when, when and if, well, I'm doing something for myself now too, cutting myself in my home, mm-hmm. doing my own project on myself. But all right. And I'm finding that. You know, there's certain keys that it's just like, okay, this is where Cindy should really sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and where you get the the whole um, the, the whole Cindy. Right. Um, now, if I'm, you know, doing other artists and stuff like that, oh, yeah, I can put on different hats and stuff like that, which is a whole lot of fun. But but um but there is a certain place where, you know, Cindy's vulnerable. Cindy, Cindy is um, where um, I um, I'm sensitive and and, um, you know, where you're going to get her heart. Yeah. Right. It's funny. I was talking to Paulette McWilliams two weeks ago. We just did an interview with her two weeks ago. And she said, Troy, I just in my 50s finally decided, found out what my voice was. She said, Hello. she said, I'm in my fifties. That's I, my sister. I know she told me, she, and I told her I was going to have you on in a couple of weeks. She said, oh my God, that's my girl. I love Cindy. That's my sister. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. So she was saying that um, in her fifties, she finally decided jazz is where she wanted to be. Yes. You know? Yes. And I, I've gone to her shows. And I'm Matter of like, fact, I was there with you at, in the room. <laughs> at, the, at the Joe's Pub. Yeah, Joe's Pub. Um, There was another place that that she played to Smoke, Mm -hmm. which is a nice, intimate room. And I was standing up and I'm like, yeah, Letty. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but I I mean, everything that she was, I was so proud. I was so proud of her. I love her. Me too. She's butter. She's butter. Mm -hmm. She's butter. And then with me singing with her, that's where I get my low tones. I, I, most of the time when I'm singing with other singers and stuff, and then like, oh, well, you singing really loud. And so so." I said, you don't understand where I came from. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. I came from Paula Williams, Tawatha AG, Mm -hmm. Lisa Fisher. You know, these are the, like some people that were singing on the mic. And they they weren't really being controlled. 
It was like, no, you just sing. And like Luther said to me, he said, Sandy, he said, when you sing with them, he said, don't let them get out. Like almost <laughs> like it's a horse race. Like, right. Don't let them get out. And I'm like, you know, because, you know, I'll be singing quiet mm-hmm. or something. It was like, no. You got to match. You got to blend it. I totally, <laughs> understand. Yeah. I totally understand that, Cindy. And it's so funny because the one thing, again, about Luther is that there is a uniformity and you get when you when I'm listening to you guys, but also you can really hear you really everybody. hear everybody. Mm-hmm. everybody individually. You can really hear them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, but he knew how to talk to me. Mm-hmm. He knew it was just like um, um, I know I was old, I grew up as a quiet child. And when I started singing, people were like, Cindy sing. What? She was really trying to jump. What? She gets on the mic and she said, <laughs> you know, because I was always so quiet. And then my daughter got it honestly. She's yes, 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 she it yes. But yeah. also, too, Cindy, you were the baby of that group. Mm. Yes, I was the baby of that group right. until I wasn't a baby anymore. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was the baby of the group. And so it makes sense that you would kind of really be reserved and quiet. quiet. Yeah. But see, you know what? What the kids don't understand, like we grew up respecting our elders. That's yeah. right. That's you right. Know? And I've always respected everybody. New York it's place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'd be like, mm. these kids now, they don't know about that. They don't know nothing about <laughs> that. No, they want to challenge you. They think you're, they're on the same level as you. They want to challenge you and not knowing nothing. Not knowing a doggone thing. But I was quiet. Like, sissy was going to talk. Put your hands down. Do this. Do this. Whatever. I was was definitely like, okay. And being a sponge. (laughs) Just taking it all (laughs) in. And just being a sponge. Mm -hmm. And then when I, you know, but the, and like for him too, is it's like um, when he was holding auditions, I heard from, um, Paulette and you know some other uh, folks that were there that um, like some people walking in the room didn't even know that that was Luther mm. you know like he he didn't he wasn't uh, he didn't have a show garb on and you know he um, he was just all natural you know right so he's sitting there and then somebody they, they didn't even know who he was it was just like and I walked in and I knew who you know I'm like hey how you doing you know, Luther Vandross, you know? Right. But but of course he remembered that too, you know, that people coming in and auditioning and they don't even know who he is. Mm. So, you know, but, you know, me growing up with my mother and father and stuff like that, my aunties and stuff like that, we always, you know, like, oh, that's our daddy, that's so-and-so. And we would always, you know, at least, you know, acknowledge, you know, the the elders coming that's in right. the room mm-hmm. and stuff that's like that. Right. Yeah. So that's how I grew up. And, you know, that's what I've always maintained. And, you know, like when I work with other artists and stuff like that, it's just like, you know, I'm like, hey, hey, Bruce, you know, hey, mm-hmm. so, you know, you know, I, I recognize their um, who they are, right. you know, like what they built. 
and right. what they contributed, and, you know, and what and, and they, and they contributed, and they deserve yeah. that respect. There's no deference anymore from what I've seen in the business of the younger generations. They don't, they don't have that deference to what what these people who have, you know, just the foundation yes. that they laid. It's like you gotta pay some kind of homage to that, you know. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's just like women. Did they just pave the way for you? Right, and you, right, and and you You turning your nose up at them. This person, like, how many girls are? How many girls are out there? And young men too are here because it's even you, Cindy. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like I've been on different gigs, and to where it's just like, okay, well, um, um, I'm negotiating for myself. I'm gonna try to put this as eloquently as I can. Let's see. Okay. Negotiating for myself. And then the other person thinks that, you know, well, you, you can't negotiate that high or whatever. I'm like, well, why not? I'm like, I've, I've been out here so long and I've done this. I think I've cut my teeth and I've done, you know, everything possible to be in another pay grade or whatever, you know? Okay. And, um, you know, but then, then they get mad because they want to make as much as you are making. Mm-mm. But then I'm like, well, you've got to negotiate for yourself. But, okay. but however, <laughs> I'm going to go negotiate for myself. But I mean, and however, if this um, makes it better for you, good. Right. You know, but... I have to negotiate for myself. Um, and um, um, I'm, I'm dancing around this thing right now. No, um, you. you can use use whatever you can. Use whatever you can. I got you. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Listen, I'm, listen, I'm holding listen. back a little bit. The bottom, I got line, you. the bottom line is, again, we've, we've had these conversations. You're Cindy Mizell. Right. Exactly. And especially. You paid it, those it, already. But, right. You pay the juice, but also, too, you know, it's just like it. it even in the, the business world, the financial world, right? You know, you negotiate based on your experience, which who you work for, right? You think, but but mm-hmm. also too, you know, you have to say to those other people, well, you know, I'm sure Troy's going to edit this, bitch, Google me, right? Because my photography is going to be there. If you haven't, if you haven't even been to this, you know, if you don't even have the amount of works that I have, right? We can't be on the same playing field. Yeah, we're on the same gig, but we're okay. not going to. We 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 start, we're definitely not going to get paid the same. Okay. Or or something. See, you know, because um, I was trying to reference, you know, being a woman before. Right. Right. The men always get their dollars. Yes. Always get their dollars, and then like we're talking and. And I find out like how much they're making and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Hmm. Women are running shit to me. Of course. They own this. They've they always been running Black stuff. Black women, you guys, to in my opinion, y'all are God. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking on the stage and I'm watching somebody, I'm looking at the women. I'm not looking at anybody because it's what you bring. Exactly. Right. Yes. And so for men to want to hold you back. Right and want yeah. to downplay your role, it makes no like sense. What? They exactly. need you. They, right. Why would the band make more than the than the singers? And then they're like, okay, just because you're playing on every bar, 
Right. Exactly. It don't make sense. Nope. Nope. Because like, guess what? Guess what? Mm-hmm. Ain't no ain't nobody singing the they're singing they're singing the background parts. Yeah. You know the lead. But more main, more importantly, they're singing the background parts. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Trying, I'm like, can you try to make sense of this? I, I just don't understand why, you know, it would be like this. So that that's another fight as, right. as far as being a background vocalist and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. But but that's that's another fight. That's a, that's another fight. It's a whole other fight. What I think we understand is that, OK, you know, you can cart your saxophone or you can sit at the piano and play. And yeah, if you're not feeling well but still when you hit c c c but when as a singer when you come in and you're not feeling well c might not be a c today c might be c <laughs> c sharp so you gotta really work okay <laughs> and yes because there are those days like right um, one time i lost my voice out with luther and um i came to soundcheck and he said why are you here at soundcheck he said cindy be quiet right Go, go back to the hotel. You know, but I was like, still like, I'm like, you know, and he's like, "Uh -uh." but he knew what he wanted. He's just like, he's like, I need you tonight. Don't, don't come up here, you know, trying to sing through that and whatever. But he, but he knew what it was to be a singer and to like, look, you don't have to, you know, show up, you know, like that, you know, tell, tell me that you don't feel well. And, you know, and, and, you know, but I didn't really think of it like that. I just said, I just need to show up, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm that kind of worker. Right. right? I, I don't want but, you to ever think that I'm not trying to know, hold my, hold up my end of the bargain here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, but, um, but that's when I said, Oh man, I said, I, I should just, I should have just let him know, you know, that I didn't feel well or something like that. But, you know, but I'm but glad you're also that a Leo sure. too. I am. <laughs> such a Leo. Nothing going to keep you down. Leo. You I can't tell Leos Leo. that they can't do something. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to prove I'm you a, wrong. I'm going to show up and I'm going to squeeze out some note. Okay. Or something. But, right. uh, but, but still like, like I was saying, like the bands, you know, men making more than the women and and stuff like that. Um, it's a real thing. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, at different times, you know, I wasn't. I think that when I was trying to make a point of that and stuff like that. I wasn't like the favorite here and there. Right, right, right. But but still, I had to stand up because I'm like, uh, a lot of people didn't do what I did where, like, I had three children, a home, a car, and stuff, you know, and it's just like, you know, no, this is a business. It's a business, but also, too, you know, just your whole discography alone, you know, all the work that you've done, all the contributions you've made. Yes. Right. All the support that you, you've given. So mm-hmm. that has to come into play, you know, and that's a part of it. Again, in any negotiation, you're bringing, you know, your past with you to show I'm worth this because this is the, the, the work. This that is I've the done. body of work. This right. is the body of work. 
But that and unfortunately is women in the work, whatever workplace. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's so true. And it's sad, you know, and that's gotta, that definitely has to stop. It definitely has to stop. Now, question, singing in the studio and singing live with Luther, um, oh. what, did you like both of them equally or what was more fun? What was more challenging? I loved it, I loved it all. I mean, what I loved about him and singing in front of him and singing with him and stuff like that, he always challenged you to be your best. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I mean, he, like um, I was doing this solo thing with him. If this world were mine, I'm on your feet. Right. So, and then I started doing this little, little scroll thing and he said, Cindy, don't do that. He said, just keep the note real pure all the way up. <laughs> and, and so that, then that was my challenge. I was like, okay. Cause it was high. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah! singing, you know, singing in chess. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh Lord. And he said, no, keep it real pure. So he would give you like little tasks. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would love it. I mean, because it was like, you wanted him to be pleased and you wanted to please yourself by doing it, executing it. Mm-hmm. And um, so live was wonderful because it was a new challenge every night. Right. And for you to duplicate what you did the night before or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and um, then in the studio, this is forever. Right. Yeah. This, right. this is on yeah. tape. Forever, forever. For, for perpetuity. <laughs> and so, and then he would, you know, of course, you know, give you the whatever, whatever note it was, and you know, and, and but see, and then his little groove and like how he would give it to you, you'd get it, get the sense of, you know, like what it would be like on stage. And so mm-hmm. everything was like a transference, like it's like you would do it in the studio, but then you knew how it was going to look when you took it to stage and that mm. ultimately that's where it was going to end up anyway. Right. right. Do it on stage. Right. And so it being um, fun in the studio and him listening to it over and over again and him hearing you do what you do. It was so gratifying mm. right. and just wonderful that, that he even Loved it. He would. He was the one that would listen to it time and time and time and time again. So your stuff had to be on, and then I always loved the challenge of being on. Right. Right. Well, how did and he determine? Leo. How did he determine? How did he determine who would do what part? Would he do that ahead of time? Or I was giving the ask that. Um. It, I. You know what? I think he would do it ahead of time because when he was probably writing the song, uh-huh. I'm just guessing now. Okay. <clears throat> he would hear different parts. He like, I can hear Sissy on this part. I can hear Cindy singing this. And I can hear Paulette singing so and so and so and so. He already had it worked out before he even got in the studio. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I was gonna ask is that you're a soprano. So were there times where you had to interchange and sing alto for him or oh, yes. Okay. Because but really, like my voice, I'm like the alto of sopranos. Mm. Got you. Okay. And 
then mezzo. I like singing. I like singing alto. Yeah, mezzo, right? Mm-hmm. And I like singing. Well, now that I'm older now, too, it's like the first voice that I get up with is my mother. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make me choke. (laughs) You know, I'm like, hey, you know, because my mother spoke down there all the time. Mm -hmm. She sounded like Brenda White King. Okay. So, so, you know, so I love it that he used all my range. Right. And, you know, but you know, but usually he would put me in the meaty part. It was like a meaty kind of soprano part. Gotcha. It was never like a squeaky thing or whatever. Like Tawatha is a true soprano. Right. But then she has a, um, a alto tone. Yes, yes she does. She, does. she has an alto tone. Thyroid. Thyroid yes. alto. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it has that alto thing. But I think that that's what he liked. He liked like fat um, sounding voices, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was like, you know, it was like, you know, um, meaty, busty Malone, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Meaty. All yeah. up in the top. <laughs> busty Malone. You don't want you no know? tinny voices. Yeah. Right. You know, he liked those thick voices. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, voice? oh my gosh. They, I mean, crazy. Paulette's voice. Oh yeah. And like Paulette, my voice is like when I sing on top of her, her, it's like I'm like my voice is like the soprano of her voice. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because she's like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and then, right. and then, you know, it, it has that spread too. Right. It's right. never like thin. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and with, which matched his. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna beg to say uh, tenor voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what what his voice was. You know, he I would call him a robust tenor because he had like yeah. um a uh, um a baritone yes notes tendency and notes, but he could he can pull up and do pull it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that people to me is a true tenor. Um, but I was going to say about like Sherilyn, Sherilyn is a soprano, but she's got that bottom yeah. and that meatiness too. The meatiness. And she, he loved her voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. he loved her voice. Ooh, goodness. Yeah. And like, um, when I did the, the only album that I did in my life, um, uh, I asked him if he could like produce a song and he was just like, well, no, I don't. He, he didn't want to do that mm-hmm. but um he's he said but cindy i want to sing on it i want to sing on it mm-hmm. so i was out in la cutting and and then so i had him and um Brian, and saida garrett, and saida garrett. Mm-hmm. Okay. they came in and then they sang on this love talk to me and um you could definitely hear him. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! You listen mm-hmm. to the backgrounds, you can hear me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, um, and a reef, Martin. He ended up producing the song, and so we. Well, another guy produced the song, but then we were gonna like chuck the song because it wasn't really, really that great, and then. But Sylvia Roan really wanted um, 
this song to end up on the album, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever politics that was. And then um, then it was, um, so then Arif was like, well, we got to cut it in the same key because uh, Luther's singing on here. Okay. <laughs> Luther's singing on here. And I said, you know what? Whatever's going to, whatever has to happen for us to keep his vocals. Right. You know, yeah. so, you know, so he's, he's still on there. He's still <laughs> yes, on there. Yes. that song sing cindy sing that's all for her self-titled album cindy mizell okay i have a selfish plug what so when i worked with arif he was like i was in the studio he was like arif and i said yes he says i just wanted to say that (laughs) 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 i just wanted to say your name yeah because he's like the better Jesse, this um, other singer now that um, did um, Little Steven's tour. Mm-hmm. Jesse, what's Jesse's last name? Ooh. Anyway, so we did a session for Arif's son, mm-hmm. and we had the we Good had morning. a uh, Joe, yep, Joe Martin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so good to see him. And we were, we were 
we came up with a whole bunch of Arif Martin-isms, <laughs> you know, because he would, we'd be in the studio and like, you sing something. He whistles it. And he would, he would whistle, right. Yeah. And this particular thing that he would do with me, like I'd sing something, ah, blah, blah. he said, yeah, sounds great. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Do it again. You know, it's just like, he did everything to not make you feel bad. Or right. whatever, you know? Right. You know, it wasn't like, that sucked. Okay, right. do it again. Right. <laughs> that was great. Do it again. <laughs> you know, so, uh, no, but I know. But see, but that's the product, uh, producer etiquette and different things, you know, that people can help you through your 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 head because you know it's such a personal thing it's a personal thing and there's a psychosis with it so i mean people can shut you down and not get the best out of you if they're shutting you down so that was very genius of him to Mm me ingenious he's like sounds great do it again and then like (laughs) that little turkish accent Uh i just loved him so much i just loved him so much and um but i'm so glad that he ended up producing anything on me right at all you know right and then of course with us being shaka khan heads yes and stuff you know it's just like oh we have a reef morning no <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but he, okay he used to hire me you know doing backgrounds for different people too and i love that um but luther did a lot of stuff with him too mm-hmm. and um like on Shown Song Papillon. Yeah. Yes. We were butterfly. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's on there. You can hear his voice as loud as. Yes, oh, yes, you can. Fly. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. That's the one. That's the one right there. And I was just like, who's the phantom? You know, I just always loved his voice. His voice was like butter. 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 But so silky, like, so silky smooth. See, mm-hmm. you know, and don't get me talking about Anderson Pack either. Okay, oh, isn't he bad? Oh, I love that dude. That mm. dude right there. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yes, yeah. I just love. He just did a movie too, like uh, soundtrack. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There's another yeah. dude you should check out. His name is uh, Masego. I think you might like him. Masego? Mm-hmm. Jamaican, but he plays every instrument there is to play. Mm-hmm. And he sings oh, a little bit. He's 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 incredible. Okay. Sure, he's I need to check wow, him out. So I don't mean to get off topic. No, that's, <laughs> no, all, right. that's all right. That's all right. It, you know, my life right now, it's like, I don't even know if you could see all this, but my little studio set up here and stuff. <laughs> I was up late o'clock talking to Audrey Wheeler. Mm, that's oh, my other girl. Orange. I love Audrey. <laughs> right. Audrey. And Audrey, Audrey and I, like, because she sang on this tune for Louis Vega. And so I'm singing on top of her. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, what did you say here? And what did you do here? <laughs> so we were on the phone late o'clock. And, and I was recording up until, like, ooh, it was getting light outside 5 a.m. or something oh, like this. Mm. And Did then, you guys ever sing together with Shaka at all, or that was she was way way after you, Audrey was. Who was singing with Shaka? No, yeah, she. We sang together. I turned her on to Shaka. Okay, so mm. who who did the gig 
when you were there? Who did you sing with when you when you were on Shaka's? Okay, it was Audrey, and then there was Lisa. Um, Lisa Fisher, Lisa Vaughn. Lisa Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Lisa Vaughn. Uh, but the song sing Victor. Sandra St. Victor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was okay. Yeah, because that's she hired me. Okay. So Sandra, Sandra. Okay. All right. Hired so me. Yeah. Okay. And that that because that was after um actually I did um this could be the night. Because mm-hmm. she played it for track and said, Yeah, but this is this is, you know, the girl, you know. I'm gonna hire, you know, so and so, so so she used that song. It does have some shaka isms in that. Yes, it does. I know, right? <laughs> right, and some isms. You know, that, isms. that was I was turned out by Shaka. Uh-huh, then, we all are. Yes, we were. You know. So, but I had to lose, I try to lose her because I'm like, I don't want to be like a Shaka clone. Right. 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 You know, that, that's something that when you did that gig. You had to be that to try to match the vocal, you know, her vocal as much as possible. You know, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I mean, like when I was a little girl, I listened to, you know, all the um, all the Shaka Khan, Rufus stuff, even before it was Rufus and Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. So. So I learned a lot about harmony and stuff like that, um, singing all those those parts. Yes. Uh, but when I was with Shaka, it was like I had this like inner fight. It's just like I don't want to sound like her, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to to match her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is that but what she I, encouraged? Did she encourage you to do that, or she wanted? No, she didn't. No, she was she was just um pretty much like she was a. Uh, she just wanted people to sing her parts and and uh, support her. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but um, I, th- there was this one embarrassing thing that happened. Um, so I'm singing, and then she calls on us to do solos, <laughs> and so I start doing a solo, and then I got caught up and whatever, and then she said. And she looked at me, she said, you almost had me. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> you almost had me. <laughs> that went no bite, no tongue. She just okay. said Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. Mm. Is that supposed to be something nurturing? Okay, it did sound like it all. You know, she just says what comes out of, you know, the thing first thing on top of her head. Well, Aries, you know, the child of the don't think, they just say it. You know. Aries. Yeah, Aries. Just, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm one, but I don't do that. I, <laughs> you know, as an adult, maybe as a child I did it, but as an adult, I think, think first mm-hmm. before you were thinking. Yeah, it but I'm... Been a thought. Yeah. Cindy, who is who have people mistaken you for? What my voice? No, seeing you in person. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not really sure. Okay, I'm not really sure, but um, I think when people see me, you know, I'm like Jordan. And Devin and Jasmine's mom. Mm, <laughs> definitely yeah. all look like you. <laughs> you know, and they, right. You know, they all look like you. All oh, that's them. Jordan's mom. And, you know, 
It's funny. Like just like um, day before yesterday, somebody was doing a live thing and then it came up on my feed is like live. And I'm like, who is this? And then I clicked on it and then I heard them in the background say, that's Jordan's mom. Oh my gosh, that's Jordan's mom. I said, I said, I don't even hear what y'all got to say. Okay. But, but it was funny. They were like, that's Jordan's mom. I asked you that question because I remember I was with someone and they thought you were Alicia Myers. I was like, uh. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said bad, both bad singers, but no. no. Okay. No, wait a minute. I look like old school R and B. You know, Cindy, you just not talking about Louis Vega. So uh-huh. how, how did all? Because I love all those things that y'all have been doing for the past. Oh my god, oh, what? Me too. Six, seven years at least. Oh yes. Yes. So how did that collaboration come together? And do you enjoy you know, doing house or? It was so like um, when we were coming up, Louis was, um, I don't know, he was around in the studios and stuff like that. And he's like, Cindy, would you come and sing and so on, so on, so on. And then the years ago, we started doing stuff together. And then there was one day he was doing a, a song on, um, what's his name? But Josh Milan mm. and... Um, yeah, it was Josh's record or something. And then he's, he was just like, um, and I started singing something. He said, Cindy, you sing Lee? And I said, yeah, I'll sing Lee, whatever. So then, um, so he took a track of me singing. It was a, oh, 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 oh. shoot. What was the name of the song? Anyway, can't think of it right now. But, and then he said, um, I didn't know that you like to sing lead. And I said, I said, if you're a singer, you just sing. Right. Right. You know, I, I just never thought of it as anything different. It was like, right. like you sing background, you sing lead. Somebody call you out to, to, to do the step out or whatever. You know, you just sing. Mm-hmm. But back, back in the day, you know, Louie and I would do tracks and stuff like that. Then as, you know, time went on then it was like cindy would you come to my house and and do some some singing so i said yeah and then then we started getting it and lisa would come and then we did the your brothers are shining into my life Love you that. know yeah you know and yeah you know
know, and he was like, oh, and then it was like, it just became a thing. And then, you know, so I'm here in Jersey, he's in Fort Lee and I would just run to his house and we would do, you know, backgrounds at his house. And then he was like, you want to do this lead on this? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And that's how it went, went down. <laughs> and stop on by. Okay. Yep, and stop on by. And that was the other thing. I was like, oh no, we got to do Shaka song. And then, you know, I'm trying not to be Shaka, so. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> You did the damn thing. That's all I got to say. That's it. And, and I was like,
but it was it was such a joy. Like, see, I know DJs, they don't want to um I guess get permission from everybody to play yes. their, you know, their different people's songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he did his version and I was I was glad I was a part of that. So yeah. stop on by. I was like, okay, I know this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know all of well, in and work moves. I'm like, all right, Shaka Khan. <laughs> I, was I wish like, we had her on for the Shaka series. I know. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. You know, but um, Shaka is so funny. Like, um, I went to uh, L.A. to um, I was trying to get a deal at the time, and uh, Warner Brothers called me in, you know, to interview me and stuff like that. Right. So I'm over there with Benny Medina at the time, <laughs> and. Um, so I couldn't make it to Shaka's rehearsal. And uh, so then um, um, I, I spoke to Sandra. I said, Sandra, I said, I can't make it to rehearsal. I'm in L.A. I'm, you know, and then she said, OK. The next thing I know, I said, girl, Shaka fired you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? I said, she fired me. And then so when I got back, I was calling her and I was like, Shaka, I said, come on now, you know, like. You know, so then um, and then she called me back finally because I was leaving a message for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, no, not Chaka firing me. And so she called me. She said, Cindy, girl, you could always sing with me. You know, you can this. You, you, you know, you, you always can come in and sing anything, you know, come on. You know, I said, well, no. I just wanted to know everything was okay. <laughs> I just wanted to know everything was okay. You know, it was so funny. And ever Two five since then, signs working it out. Okay. And, right. And, you know, because I was like, um, you know, you don't want to go back a second time and get be fired again. Right. So, you know, <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? Let me just cut my losses. But but I've, always, I've always loved my Shaka Khan. Yes. Her and her little self with that big voice. Okay. Yes. You yes. know. Like, uh, yeah. But you know, it was it was so funny. It's like that, when I met your you know, cousin Patrick. <laughs> and rehired me. Okay. It so it's it funny so when funny. I, I met your cousin Patrick and uh I oh. think a friend of mine, oh yeah, a friend of mine was listening to some shotgun. He said, I know another guy that loves shotgun like you. His name is Patrick. So that's how I met Patrick and he introduced me to him and, and we were singing all these songs and Trey Lorenz came in and said, you don't know no shotgun. I said, what you talking about? <laughs> so Trey started singing um, Blue Love. Blue right. Love. And then he stopped and looked at me like, yeah. oh, do I know the rest of it? Yes. And I said, watch it go and make me feel sad and blue. Oh, you can I was like, sing. I was like, yeah, Troy can sing. Troy. <laughs> I said, don't do it, Trey. I know all the songs. <laughs> and Wanda sings too. <laughs> Don't come for us. We know it all. Okay. Listen, listen. When I met wow. your cousin Patrick, yes. I met him with the late Michael uh, K. Williams. Yes, Michael K. They were yeah. they were in a group, and that's when I met them both. And this was so many many years ago. Yeah. And it's like wow, just rest I in peace. I know. It's just I, just, I couldn't I believe it. A picture of of us together. I saw that. Yes, yes, Back in the day. yes. That's when I met him. 
through Admin yeah. and, and Patrick that yeah. same day. And Trey. Oh, yeah. me, Trey, and Patrick, we used to be off the chain <laughs> okay. in Burtonfield, New Jersey. We were singing all the time, all, I mean, all the time. We were like, you know, all, all, and, and Trey was always like so silly. He was yeah. so silly. We had so many good times up in that house in Burton. Mm-hmm. I remember Patrick brought me over to your parents' house one time. Yeah. But because, yep. um, right. Because Patrick lived with my parents and I, you know, mm-hmm. in Inglewood mm-hmm. and then, um, after that, where did he move? To New Jersey. I mean, to um, like um, he was, with, I think with, with, with Karen, with Karen, Karen yeah, Karen Anderson, Anderson. yeah, Kurt. they moved, Kurt, oh, right? How about Karen Anderson? Oh my God! Yeah, they lived together. Oh, I was she's, it. Wow. She's a wonderful woman. Yes, yeah. she is. She's a wonderful woman. Yeah. Um, I think that was West really, New York. Really, you know, she that strong. Strong character. Yes, she is. Trey has my heart too. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. That's nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He is. I mean, he keeps the he keeps the laughter going. Yes, he does. <laughs> and me, Patrick, and him together, mm-hmm. it was we used to go out all the time. We used to go to the cellar or and and Karen had this gig at Honeysuckles. Mm-hmm. Remember Honeysuckles? Mm-hmm. That's I remember Honeysuckles, right? yep. Yeah. And she, oh she was singing, yep. She was singing there, and then we'd go there and sit in front of her <laughs> and listen to her okay. sing. So I remember yeah. that from back in the day. Wow! Yes, God. that was back in the day. Back mm-hmm. in the day, and Loris Holland, and right, Loris. Um, I met Loris later. Um, how did I meet Loris? Loris ended up um, hiring me for sessions out in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And um, he was producing like Vanessa Bell Armstrong and then right. uh, what, um, Malira. And, Malira, yes. 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 You know? yes. And so we were we were doing all, you know, those different projects and stuff like that out there I, in Long Island. I think Carl, didn't he do some work with uh, our sister Tony Smith? Did she do some demos for him or something? I wonder. I Maybe think he did. So. Maybe. Okay. You know, Maybe. you, you just said Malira. You, you just, back, Cindy. yeah, you just said Malira and just reminded me of, I remember reading the album credits and I said, oh, Cindy is saying on this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, there, there's so many things that I, I look at now. Like I pull up like um, all music. Mm-hmm. I do say, but just to, just to see. And I'll go, oh my gosh. I forgot and about I, that. I'm, I'm marble. No, I'm, I'm like, Wow, I've done some shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, and like you know, and I'm like, no, but I'm still like excited about it. And I'm going, oh my gosh, I did it! I did that! I did <laughs> it! What about Alicia Keys' first hit? Oh, okay. then they, wait a minute. See, Luther's niece Tammy. Okay. And Andrika, we we did like the earlier parts of um uh on the record, but then at the end. It was me doing like 16 tracks stacking. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I was and talking then, about. In case you don't know what they're talking about, here's a little bit of that um, Alicia Keys falling with um, Cindy Mizell just wearing those backgrounds out. Here we go, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, coming up, coming up when reading the credits of like BJ, Fonzie, you, uh, Phil Blue, all these other people. It was just like when you finally get to meet these people, it's like, wow. Even when I met the Waters, I was about to you say know, the Waters. I, was down and I was like, you know, oh, I'm the doing waters. this. Oh right. I said, I'm doing this because of you. We were in LA doing some, some kind of gala or something like that. And I'm like, I'm doing what I'm doing because of you. You know, because of listening to you guys and learning and studying you guys, it was the same thing. So it's, it's you gotta pay homage because the the, the older people paved the way. Yeah, right. That's, you wouldn't be there because of them. That's all I'm saying. It's just like to right. me when I listen to old school music. I mean, when I was at the Kennedy Center Honors, and then Mavis was on the show. Do you know I wanted to just eat that woman up? I was like, <laughs> I know oh. you did. And I was just hugging her so hard. And you just you want to take her face and go like this and just smush her. Right. Because <laughs> she's so beautiful. And I mean, she's um she's like in a perpetual baby. <laughs> baby state of mind you know mm-hmm. like she's, she's you know like uh Just pop's so, daughter mm-hmm. right you know and she's right. she's that thing right right that woman is incredible i mean she and then she's like how you doing? Hey, oh, come on. You know, uh, I mean, just like somebody country. in the family. Right. Country, Love country. Loved her. And then, but I mean, and then she had her sister with her and stuff like that. And so, you know, we ended up taking some pictures and stuff. And I said, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I said, you don't understand. And, but see, but she's that mature woman. But, and then you respect her. You know, it's not. But it has something to do with also, you know, her personality is just yeah. one for off the Richter scale. So she's just a beautiful person. Right. Right. But, Not jaded. but but when I when I'm talking about, uh, you know, your elders and paying homage to them and like like giving their flowers while they're still here, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And and. I just looked at her and I said, I respect her so much. And um, I wish that a lot of other artists would kind of take on that same kind of, (laughs) kind of thing where, um, you know, she was actually, her heart was available to me and she was talking to me like she knew me, you know, and I just loved it. I just loved it. So that's one person that I, I just looked at and I said, oh my gosh, See, I just I, love this person. I think like you like all of you guys are are the true unsung, right? When they do unsung, I think you they really need to look at the people who have spent their careers supporting all these other artists, right? Because yeah. it's that it's you that helped create that sound. Mm-hmm. Right? And even Luther before he became Luther, right? With doing the Roberta jingles Flack. he's done, Roberta mm-hmm. Flack, right? You know, so it's like, yeah. right. David Bowie. Yeah. Right. David Bowie. Right. Right. You know, yeah. you guys are the cornerstone and the fixture. And, and I think the younger artists have to recognize that, you know, um, you're 
you've passed That's the batons basically right and so it's like i'm giving this to you to run but recognize that i'm here i've done this run all this time right i've taken no money or didn't get paid so you can get paid mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? oh, you just exactly that's why i was so happy when um 40 feet from from stardom came out yes I mean, finally yes. that yeah. movie came out yes. and gave you some know what? love See, to background scenes. i'm glad you brought that up too mm-hmm. See, i'm gonna i gotta throw a little booger in here a little bit go, go ahead go ahead throw it well it's like i couldn't stand i talked about luther the whole time they interviewed me mm-hmm. do you know that they put bruce springsteen and um, Steely Dan under my name and not Luther. Ah, uh, in the movie. Why did they do that? Wow. Like, you know, I, I, I was singing sissy parts and everything. I'm in my interview. I was like, "Oh yeah, when you know, when she was with me and I was with her, you know, in the studio and blah blah blah." All this story, and there was nothing, nothing about Luther. And I was like, "But see, but that's what I'm saying. Is it's like." Sometimes you feel, you know, jilted or something, you know, when or politics get in the way, mm-hmm. or whatever. So they, so the the powers to be felt that Luther wasn't as important as the other two. Yeah. Well, see, that's yeah. why I'm glad that Troy and and I call her Bunty, but Wanda created Bunty. this platform. That's right? what Richie calls her too. Bunty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they created this platform um, to pay homage and and and, yes. and recognize those who truly are, are the cornerstone of our industry of, of of music who've given their 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 blood sweat and tears to this you know exactly and constantly exactly. right you know? and um i look at i as i look back on um some of the people that i've sung with and and I say, oh, that's when I was pregnant with Devin. That's when I was pregnant with Jordan. <laughs> and, you know. First of all, let's give it up to you for making two professional football players. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I yes. tell you, I'm, I mean, I was fighting. I w- it was like I was looking for a place to live. And I'm like, okay, what has a, a good school system? Because I was tired of paying for private school and different stuff. And. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me move to this area over here. And, um, you know, to where I didn't have to pay for school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it was the best thing that I could have ever done. Mm-hmm. Yes. The best. I'm, I'm going to say this, you know what, you guys, from my knowledge of knowing Cindy, um, I'm very proud of her for what she's done, especially with her kids. She's got three beautiful great Amazing kids I'm they are the greatest kids that i've ever met but i know one time i gotta give the hand claps on that one <laughs> i drove him to the um uh uh the store no not to the store it was he was going to practice right oh yeah and yes, practice yes. was in walking distance like oh he can walk to this he can walk this but then i got us like this black woman is making sure that her black male son is getting from point A to point B without any kind of incident or nothing. And I, I was like, and this is mm-hmm. way before all the stuff started happening. I mean, stuff has always yes. been happening to us, but I was like, 
I get it. I, I totally yeah. get it. And I was like, I salute you for doing that. Yeah. You, were protecting you, your, I, you were protecting your prince. I was prince. protecting yes. them. I was protecting them the whole way. Because mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You little brown person. I said, they're going to see you first. Yeah, that's right. And here you're you innocently know, walking. Going to practice. To go to practice and not aware of what else is going on, but you're going to get pulled out. I said, exactly. I I remember having a conversation with Biddy. I said, I so respect her for this. I said, wow. You know, so you, you've done a hell of a job and raising your kids. I'm telling you, I tell you, it was, it was, it left, it was a feat. (laughs) Whoa, girl, say it. That's a feat. Be in this business and have children and a family. That is a feat. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then, okay. And I was living like I was a rich person where it was like, okay, um, I'm hiring nannies and, and stuff like that, you know, so I could, um, I could still keep, you know, my gigs and stuff like that and keep on top of things. And um, I would hire these people like two weeks out before I would leave Cause I'm like, wait a minute, I got to see how you flow. Right. And, you know, see how they, you know, would work in, inside my home and stuff, you know? And then I kept them on even after I got back because I'm like, I don't want to lose you now. Right. Yeah. I, right. You know how the things work. I don't need to train somebody <laughs> new. I keep them on. I'd be like, you know, and then it's just like, wait a minute, I'm living like a rich person. <laughs> and wait, y'all, Cindy can cook too. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and then, I'm cooking, I'm doing stuff, but, you know, everything that um, my kids would love, you know, just how I was raised with my father and my mother. And I I did my best that I could do. You know, I said, I'm 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 a hired hand. I'm not the artist, mm-hmm. you know, um, I am not. Bruce kudos, mm-hmm. kudos and hats off to you, Cindy, because you did a fantastic job. You, know, yeah. but, you did a fantastic but I, but I job. Said, but I say, like, I look at them now, like um, Jordan, Devin, and my, my Jasmine that's with me now. Um, they're wonderful, spirited people. Yes, they are. Yes. And um, uh, Devin got married during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go out for his wedding, but, you know, he had me on his little um, little iPad. You know, he was carrying me around <laughs> the whole wedding. So funny. I feel and, um, sorry for these kids today. They have to go and, through you this. Know, and then yeah. Jordan now, his second year with the Rams, and now he's captain. Yay! Yeah. Well, yes. Like, and the way yes. Last year, I'm not shocked at that. Okay. I'm not shocked that they made him a captain. No, but wait a minute. I mean, he's 23, and then he's like, "You just got out of college." And then I don't know. I'm just like, but he's oh, super smart. smart. And then he's academic <laughs> okay. guy, you know, three times academic all, all American. I said, where'd you get all that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, you know, but when they were coming up, I would get like um, whatever their um, workbooks and they would do them for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, math mm-hmm. books and and English and, you know, cursive writing and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I said, oh, my gosh, it paid off. Okay. <laughs> Cindy, Cindy, hats off to you. Yes. You did an incredible job. My yes. Lord. And the, but I, I really feel 
I, I try not to say it a lot, but I feel like God put me in a place where I was able to do what I love and plucks me out of different situations and puts me here and puts me there, puts me there. And it's like, they have it, they have it on their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I try not to say it sometimes because it's like, if I say it, maybe, you know, it'll go away. I don't know. The blessings that come to them. It's just mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, favor. How, yeah. Did this, how did this happen? I'm like, Ooh, all right. And so right now I kind of feel like at my age right now, I'm like, I'm like, okay, where I am, even though mm-hmm. it's a pandemic, we're not doing the gigs, we're not mm-hmm. traveling and stuff like that. But I feel very cool. I feel like good. I tell yeah, you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an empty nester right now. And I'm sometimes I don't even know how to deal with it. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, Way yeah. to cheer with that. I miss you y'all. Know, like the kids are all out the house. I'm like, wait, and wait a minute. One's married now. And oh, this one's <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh my God. Thank you well, so I much, Cindy. You, Thank uh, you. I mean, I can sit up here for five hours and talk Please, to y'all. Don't, look, don't talk to them because we've done that. We Wait. have been on this phone. I, I could too. Well, that, that also just means that we need to we need to have her back to you know yes. for yes. other conversations. Yes. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. It happens sometimes. <laughs> so, so let me. I, I just love. I love talking. I love. I, I'm so happy. I want to say that you guys, thank you so much for taking me so late tonight. Um, I, like I I was telling Troy, I went to sleep and I lost track of time. I turned off my phone, (laughs) like the the alarm didn't ring, you know, and stuff. And I'm so, I love it that you guys even found time. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, no, this is once in life. We we gotta do this. You gotta. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so thankful that you're able to do it. And I mean, I go like this. Hey, thank you. No, no, thank me, you. I'm glad like, you did you wake up. About it, like the whole time, all the stories we get to hear, and just to ask you, we you know had all these questions written down. We like it's so excited because remember you you were in the room to all these things that we were listening to. You were actually there. So that's right. That's why yeah. I'm like, okay, no, you just gotta suck. You're it up. you're you're history. Yes. Well, I thank you. I just want to thank you again. No, again no, no, and no, again. no, 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 no. You know, we want to um, thank you, Cindy. We just want to thank you for being there and putting out all that good music, and then taking the time to come and sit and talk with us. We are truly honored. And I just, you know, oh, I want to also tell you that I know I made a mistake. I said forty feet from stardom. Let me make that correction right now. It's 20 feet from stardom, not 40 feet. You know, I used to be a bus operator so and a, and a dispatcher. So a bus is 40 feet. So, you know, that's stuck in my head. <laughs> anyway, we are going to ride out on um, I Had Enough off of Cindy Mizell's solo album, Cindy Mizell. Thank you for listening. And um, check us out in a couple more weeks. You know, we have more fun coming up. All right. Stay blessed.
Cindy Mizell, and you are listening to Six Degrees of a Bass Entertainment Podcast, and you're going to be with my friends Troy, Wanda, and Arif. Have a good time. <laughs> 